0: Let's talk gospel music Go. I'm your host, and Sonia Gibbs, here to talk with gospel music singers, songwriters, historians, recording artists, choir masters and directors. In this podcast, my guests will share their journey, their struggle, their strength, and most of all, their inspiration. Some of the guests on the podcast will be well known throughout the gospel field and others you will have heard their instruments, their voices, and their emotions. Welcome to this week's show on Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. As I mentioned before we had such a great time talking that I broke this show into two parts. So this is the part two of a tribute show to the late, great Mahalia Jackson. Sharing the mic with me today is Dr. Charles Clincy and Dwayne Lightsey. I'm just going to pick up where we left off from last week. Hope you enjoy. But it is, uh, I wanted to honor, I like doing, I, I found out that doing a tribute show, because there are some people that have passed that I cannot talk to personally, but I do want to talk about them and honor them for what they did in gospel music. And, you know, like I said, I don't think there was a household. I grew up in the seventies. I don't think there was a household that didn't have a Mahalia Jackson picture. Right. Next to, what'd you say, Dwayne? Martin Luther, Luther, the King. The King <laughs> 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 right? Didn't have an album or a, a music. And to, to know that that is, to me, that's gold. Yes. You know, yes. We, yes. we think about, uh, sometimes we think about the depression of what's going on and the things that has happened, but we have so much richness and so many wonderful people to talk about and wonderful people to highlight. And that's why I wanted to talk about Mahalia Jackson and right. what she did for, for the people. And uh, I remember uh, Dr. Clinton mentioning that when he traveled with her, you travel first class. Can you think of that? Hmm. Back yes, in I the- I that. You know, I thinking so about well. traveling hmm. in first place. Now, uh, I traveled with a choir. We didn't travel in uh, first class, but we did travel. But when you think about <laughs> the magnitude of her Presence and the gifts that she had, and what it was allowed not only allowed her to do it because she could have traveled first class and then had everybody else traveling coach, mm. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. she made yeah. sure that when she was treated right, she had everybody that was with her treated right.
1: That is true, yes. That is yeah. true. I, I, I really miss that time because I've not done it since then <laughs> <laughs> I miss so often being accommodated in the first class facilities and no lines walk right on through out to the out to the, uh, out to the plane oh. never having to stand on line all that was taken care of.
0: Well, that was good VIP
1: sections VIP lounges and mm. all kinds of little histories and all never <laughs> anymore since then i really appreciate it. after she was gone
0: I bet you I got some warm days. I bet you got them warm towels they, they present you with a warm towel Here's oh a towel. yeah oh yes
2: <laughs> you know, one thing that I do want to say I posted this in a Mahalia Jackson appreciation group on Facebook but now that I am even though we're not in person but I'm face to face with Dr. Clancy, I love to say this to you And if the late Eddie Robinson was here, I would say the same thing. Thank you, not only for your contribution, but for also taking care of Mahalia when you were on the road. Because as most people know, Mahalia was sick, you Mm -hmm. know, and she had her two guys with her to help take care of her. And I'm quite sure they took absolute great care of her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably another reason why she loved you so much. Edward because more than me, hair, but, I, but I remember it, those
1: days very well. Mm-hmm. Mahaya did not like to be left alone. Mm-hmm. When it's time to go, she would always find a reason. Maybe <laughs> I need something. <laughs> so we were, we, Edward really got, got it. He got caught a lot of times. Uh-huh. I, I would get out the door before she could get me, so she had Edward.
2: <laughs> it was just a good time. Was, so Dwayne, you were absolutely right. And You're you know, right. also, there's a, some, because see, I, I'm not supposed to have this, or I don't want to say I'm not supposed to have it, but there's some footage from when you all were over in France in '68. It's a lot of footage from those four really? concerts. And I had a chance to actually see this one concert. So I don't remember what song you wanted to sing, but Eddie Robinson left the, the words, left the paper in the back. <laughs> so when Mahalia was leaning over the over the piano looking and eventually Eddie Robinson stand up and he's like looking through the papers and you're just playing the organ, you know, little interlude while they're looking for everything. And then eventually you see Eddie walk off the stage, walk to the back. And she was like, uh, Mahalia was like, Eddie, you find it? And she's like, in the microphone. She was like, he can't find nothing now. Then she started singing. She started singing, I know the Lord will make a way. So you you playing that. But then eventually he came back out on stage with the paper. She said, oh, I found it. Everybody give him a hand. And everybody starts clapping. Uh, uh, I don't remember that. I would love to know about I'm going that. To, I'm going to see it. Well, I, yeah. Because see, I got, <laughs> I got it the other way is dishonestly. <laughs> Um, but I can't, okay, find, I okay. can't find, I can't find that video. I know where, like, where to find it, but yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm unable to access it right now. But as soon as I can, I will direct you to
1: it. it. I was would love so it.
2: funny. But see, no, she didn't say Edward. She didn't say Edward. Ever, said, ever,
1: ever, 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 ever. 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 <laughs> she put a B in there. Ever. ever? <laughs> yes, have you seen ever? <laughs> Mahaya loved to give people's names. She, would, <laughs> she would, Instead of a sky cap, she would say, skyspaper paper. Go get a skyspaper. paper. Oh, wow. <laughs> her, her lawyer's name was Shapiro. Uh-huh. And she could not say Shapiro. So she, she called her something else. Yeah. Uh, I, I
2: can't remember. But anyway,
1: she had and names. Then,
3: right.
2: And then Lorraine Goro, she put Lorraine Gore. Yeah, Lorraine Gore. Yeah, Lorraine exactly. Gore, her name was Goro. Lorraine
0: That's girl. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes people do that on purpose. It's not that they can't pronounce it, but sometimes they do that on purpose
1: <laughs> to be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh,
0: because it's it sounds to me that she had um, funny running through her. Mm-hmm. but she was trying to suppress it sometimes. But a lot of times it would come out that she was very humorous. Well, that's very, very humorous. Shirley
2: Caesar, Shirley Caesar,
0: Marion Williams.
2: I've heard Aretha them. Franklin. Franklin. Aretha Franklin. They've all talked about yeah. different events that Mahalia would... Basically, Shirley Caesar said Mahalia should have been a gospel comedian. Mm. Because... And see, I heard Shirley tell this, Pastor Caesar, tell this uh, story before. But then I actually heard it in an interview that Marion Williams from the Ward Singers did. She said that, so Marion Williams said that Mahalia and the Ward Singers were in Memphis, Tennessee. And that was with Clay Evans, Reverend Clay Evans Mm. before he became a pastor and moved up. It was some program going on in in Tennessee. Okay. And the promoter came out to to the limousine and said, Mahalia, um, um, we can't find your money. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. Mahalia started <laughs> coughing. It was like. <coughs> that's, that's her. That's her. <laughs> and so, Marion said, Marian said she asked Mahalia, what's wrong, Mahalia? You need some water? She said, no, nah, child, got laryngitis. I got <laughs> laryngitis
3: <laughs> and I that can't her.
2: a tune. So she said the promoter left and was and came back to the car and said, Mahalia, we found your money. And Mahalia was got okay. Again, like, <clears throat> I feel my voice coming kind of back.
1: <laughs> that was her. That was exactly her. Oh my goodness. I and I, I remember the other name. Shapiro was her lawyer, and she called him Superior. Superior, okay. <laughs> That was always superior. Who oh hey, is that? The man's name is Shapiro. Shapiro. <laughs> well, but anyway, yeah, you're right. Yeah. About money. She, was, she didn't play when it came to money. Mm-hmm. She was a businesswoman.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you got bill when you got bills to pay.
1: Exactly.
0: People, uh I I actually had this conversation with somebody else about uh some other things. Is that people tend to want to get a freebie mm-hmm. or, uh, well, you, we're doing it for the church, but you have to realize, a lot of people have to realize people have bills to pay. Exactly. And you're using your talent that you're to make a living mm-hmm. because you may, you know, <clears throat> somebody sitting around being a secretary all day, you're not making that Money that you need to make to take care of your family, and right. people forget that part when you when you're using a gift. When you think about secular artists, nobody shortchanges them. Exactly doing this, but uh, in the church, unfortunately, sometimes you have people say, "Well, you're doing it for the church." Well, God gave me a gift. I'm exactly. sharing the gift. You're asking me to do something. It's a cost, just like traveling, taking your group, taking your band uh, to to wherever, even if you're in a local, I know that Dr. Clancy, when he was playing the organ, of course, you can't carry the organ, but you have the knowledge and you have the skills and the talents. Mm-hmm. You went to school, learned how to play music, not you know, and you have to keep up with, with what's going on. So there are your expenses that you have to pay. Yeah, And you've promised people that you're going to give them a certain amount of money because they're coming out for their time and when people try to shortchange you on that you know i'm glad she didn't get the uh didn't have the attitude of well if i ain't you're not gonna pay me then let's turn the car around mm-hmm. you know to find some humor in that yeah
1: right. so, mm-hmm. to you, find you're some... absolutely right you yeah, right. was from that school what she had been done in a lot anyway mm-hmm. especially been a woman a woman been, been from the south mm-hmm. and she what you're saying is absolutely right. She did not have the, uh, uh, the opportunity. There were a lot of times when she just really was done badly and poorly. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is she was forced to be that way. She was forced to be a very stickler to mm-hmm. get paid because she had expenses. And she, she would tell you, I must pay my
0: musicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she was- and, then it, and then you talk <laughs> about health. When you talk about somebody's health and you go to the doctor and tell the doctor, well, you know, you go ahead and do this and I may pay you, I may not, that's not gonna no. work. not gonna work. You have, you gotta go to the grocery store because you have to eat nourishment to replenish your body. You can't go to the grocer and say, well, they were gonna pay me, so uh, I'll pay you when I can. You can't do that, That that oh. just in, in real life you can't do that. So everybody has a purpose and a function. And I think that people should be justly paid for what you ask of them. You know, she didn't, she didn't go to, I'm sure she didn't go to that promoter and say, look, put me on your, on the bill and, you know, let's, let's work this out. The promoter came to her, you know, and said, we want you to put on this program. We want to do this or we, even if they're doing a fundraiser, but we'd like to give you X amount of dollars for it, don't wait till they get there to the door and then tell them you don't have that money.
2: Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's... you don't have my money, okay. Because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. even you had to buy sheet music, that stuff mm-hmm. wasn't That stuff wasn't free. You can't go to the music store and say, hand me some music. <laughs> mm-hmm. At
1: all, at all. all right, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, indeedy. But you know, I just um you know, i I heard this audio recording because one thing I can say that I've learned about Mahalia is that she really appreciated the journey that she had. You know, it might not have been the best a lot of the time, but she didn't forget where she came from. She was always giving exactly. back to people mm-hmm. to the, you know, the, the inner city kids that she says she tried to raise, not tried, she raised money to help send them to college and mm. get books and stuff like that. Um, she was always having some type of program or she was on someone's program to help raise money gotcha. I cannot remember the name of the church but there's a church in my hometown of Baltimore where she came in to actually help that church raise money for their building fund
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's coincidental and ironic in a way uh One of my cousins actually attends that church, and he said that he had heard many times that Mahalia was a guest there to help raise money and things. And I actually found a picture online of Mahalia after she had sung. She's sitting like in the lobby area, and the mayor at the time, I forget his name, but this was in 1964, uh, at the time, he was greeting her. And so when I found it, I was like, wow, she was in Baltimore doing this. So he saw the picture when I had posted it. He said, That's the church I go to right now. And mm-hmm. I've heard her stories, I thought they were lying. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the truth. She would. So that's yeah. the kind of heart Mahalia had, you know. Yeah. I, at least from what I could tell.
0: Yeah, I read that about her, is that she would she did a lot of what we call nowadays philanthropy pre-work, where mm-hmm. yes. she would help to raise money. She would go and do mm-hmm. concerts. Now when she understood that there was no not going to be a fee for her, mm. she made the decision, okay, we're going to help this group. We're going to help that group. And that yes. was a lot of what she did. And people don't understand that too. She took her own money that she was earning and putting it into events, putting it into uh, programs. Like you said, putting the kids through school, giving them books. That stuff wasn't free.
2: It you wasn't know. Free. And how else
0: was she going to be able to... to- <clears throat> go through and and share that so that is uh when we think of a person as a whole mm-hmm. it wasn't just the singer that yes. stood before you this was a woman who was ministering what god You're was sharing. giving yes. giving to her yes. she was also ministering through her actions mm-hmm. ministering through the you know people talk about the wealth because it mm-hmm. i think it was a movie that they were doing and they were talking about the house that she bought and stuff like that well mm-hmm. she worked hard for that it didn't somebody didn't just drop it out the sky and say here exactly and she had bills to pay you can't call the gas company and tell them i ain't got no money
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you understand
0: (laughs) what i'm saying yes so she did did a lot she Mm -hmm.
1: did a lot people don't know and maybe they do about her actually building a temple not building she was at the time she died she was in the process of establishing a temple for children to study music, uh, to study acting, learn how to present themselves on stage. Mm -hmm. She was was responsible. She was responsible for actually the careers of a lot of younger singers, tours and recording sessions. She actually paved the way for a lot of younger singers mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it was just, she, this is just the way she was. Mm-hmm. She loved helping, also politically, mm-hmm. she did a yes. lot of things for the Democratic Party, uh, especially after the time Martin Luther King died. Uh, you know, when he died, of course, she, her health wasn't good mm-hmm. and she backed off a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: She was known as a helper. Yeah. And, you know, even with all of the positive stuff that Ms. Jackson did, you know, everybody's human. And that's, you know, one thing that I definitely had to remember like a while ago not just with her but with anybody even with local preachers you know they're human they mm-hmm. might slip a little bit you know but yeah. we can't hold it against them yeah you would think that you would know better but flesh is flesh that's what mm-hmm. it is so you know i've heard some things about mahalia that weren't as good but then also in the community not just the gospel community but just anywhere is almost like that game that telephone game i think we were talking about you start mm-hmm. off with um john has a blue shirt and then by the time it gets back around it the color her, is different yeah and and the name is different uh-huh. and they talk about a shoe mm-hmm. you know so pass through so many ears and mouths things get turned around and you know there are a couple of books out there that kind of put mihalia out in a bad light and people believe anything that is in writing and i'm like you cannot always go by what people have put on here and it turns out that that particular author <clears throat> I said maybe he tried to get over on Mahalia and he didn't like her response and then. That's he usually the way it was. And mm-hmm. lies and stuff out here. I can think of t- at least two of them mm-hmm. with that same issue. Yes, and just like they talk about um, Mahalia Jackson and Mildred Falls falling out. Now, the way it was portrayed in that movie, I really don't think it went down that way. It did not happen. I, I know exactly of- what happened, and yeah. you know, I was told, but I was told that because Mildred Falls and Mahalia were both sickly women, that's she, exactly. did wa- she didn't want them both on the road. You know, exactly. she was looking out for Mildred. She Mildred would play for her listening. locally. Mm-hmm. She would play for her locally, you know, in Chicago and whatnot. But on tours and stuff, she stopped traveling. Mildred was an appetite. She was- mm-hmm. had a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. I talk about it in my book,
1: and that was the only reason Mm-hmm. Mahalia loved Mildred. Mm-hmm. There was not any animosity there at all. Yes. Yes. But you and know
0: sometimes I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. No, okay. go ahead. I was going to say, you know, sometimes, especially when you talk about doing a movie or TV mm-hmm. show, they always want to try to find drama. They hey, want to yeah. find something, They, uh, for some strange reason, in the media, they always want women to be going after one another. hmm they always want women to be against one another when they could be very good friends and not have any art, uh, right. have had communication, but the media or whoever does a spin, they always, they, they, it's always got to be the women got to be going after one another for mm-hmm. one reason or another. And this was put in the magazines.
2: It was, I think it was Jet or Ebony. It was like one of those back then when it happened, you know, they put it out there that it was about an argument over money. Now Mildred might have asked for a raise. I don't know. Mildred did ask for a raise, mm-hmm. but it was that was not the problem
1: that pulled mm-hmm. them up. What did it was Mildred's health, mm-hmm. and that didn't break them up. Yeah. I remember so I I can hear it as if it was last week. Mahaya talking about Mildred. I really really love Mildred. I wanted to be with me, but mm-hmm. she's sick. She's mm-hmm. sick. I heard about own ears mm-hmm. so no it was never about, it was never about break money. it up mm-hmm. never yeah because <laughs>
2: they were still friends
0: yeah they so people friends. people like to and that's why sometimes you have to especially get different aspects of people that's why i was i actually i interviewed a guest i'm not gonna call his name but i interviewed a guest and we were talking and he you know he has a, a very interesting story and i said before anybody else writes your story, I, you know, I thought about it and I prayed about it. And I was, actually, it was a couple of days after the interview, I called him back and I said, you need to write a book about your life and not let somebody else write that. Because, you know, tell your story before somebody else tells it. Mm -hmm. Because so many people can misconstrue, even us sitting on this call, we can come away with three different ideas about the progress of what happened but we the three of us because we're in it we know the truth but then maybe a couple of days later something something somebody goes else. awry are you yes. telling the story to somebody else and they interpreted it mm-hmm. differently exactly you know so and Definitely. i you know that's why i always say i'd love to talk to people i love to let them get their story out that's why like I said, I started this uh, because a lot of people have their own story. They 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 know what life they've lived. You know what you're going to tell. If you want to tell the truth, you're going to tell the truth. If you're going to tell, mm-hmm. tell a lie, you're going to tell a lie. That's on you. But at least, <laughs> you know, bring bring it out. You know, tell, kind of tell your own story so that somebody else won't come and say, well, X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah, blah. And I heard this, that, and the other. And I, not, I heard, did, but did you live it?
1: Yes, yes, <laughs>
0: yes, yes. So yes. I, I've heard a
1: lot of things, that, but, but I know what happened in many instances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They told me mm-hmm. I, I heard things myself. So there was never a falling out between Mildred and me. Never. Yeah, there were some issues that Mildred had that we all had to accept mm-hmm. dealing with her health, but mm-hmm. not anything personal.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: not true. Yeah, and and just like that, there are a lot of things that I know about. Everybody else is gone. I'm still around. There mm-hmm. is I know about that I'm writing about that that I uh, heard incorrectly stated in different other uh, venues, mm. uh, movies or books. Or I said this is not true. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. And,
0: and then, like I said, somebody may have told the truth. Like uh, we watch those—I uh, mean, I don't watch them personally, but that those reality shows that are out—and yeah, yeah. because they they put drama into situations because they want people to see, because they want to see the tension. And a, a majority of us, I'm—I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't have that kind of drama in my life. Right. <laughs> It would be Good. so boring to follow me around twenty four seven. It would just be really incredibly boring because I don't have that kind of tra- trauma or drama in my life. Yes. But when you when you put it on film and you put it on TV and you want people to watch it, what are they going to do? They're going to mm. try. They're going to make up incidences where you're going to have trauma. You're going to have all this dramatic stuff going on to, to
1: make it a sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh
2: yeah.
0: But this has been really a joy to just honor and give a tribute to her. And I want to thank you too. I am going to ask you, I know I asked last week cause I talked to Dwayne last week and I talked to Dr. Clancy a few months ago, but uh, Dwayne real quick, what do you have going on right now?
2: Well, as far as community events, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'm just very active with my church. And so there's a play coming up and there's some other events going on. So if anybody is in the Columbus, Georgia area, you can uh, check us out. We're called Kingdom Faith Outreach Ministries. Our pastor is Apostle Veronica Word Haynes, Overseer Willie A. Haynes is the overseer. Um, also just working, at, you know, for, for uh, a living and mm-hmm. working for the Lord, which is also a living. So, uh, you know, just trying to stay busy and active so that I don't have any idle time because we know the idle mind is the devil's work. (laughs) I'm trying to stay pure.
0: Okay. Dr. Clintsey, what do you have going on right now?
2: I'm retired.
1: (laughs) Oh, but it's very wonderful to be watching and supporting all the events from a distance. Yes. (laughs) And uh, it feels good, it feels good. So my wife and I are here in the life of beliefs and I see everything, I watch the streaming and it feels good, it feels good. So I'm not involved in anything now. Okay. Uh, I'm writing, except I'm writing, doing a lot of writing and uh, that's about it. I I like like to hear from people like Dwayne Mm -hmm. and others Mm who know and who know details that I never thought about. These guys really, it's a pleasure for me to uh, interact and to hear things that they know that I don't even remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Videotape does yes. wonderful things. Oh, oh yes, indeed. Yes. We all in this together. them, or I should say, <laughs> uh, I should say, film.
2: <laughs> film. <'em. laughs> <Fill 'em. laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, brother. Ooh, it, it's for
1: the same reason. I guess I really enjoy watching uh, the the uh, Harlem Harlem program, Harlem Festival. Okay. I remember it as if it was last month. I remember mm. it so well, but yeah. I was so young, yeah. and I couldn't appreciate it then yeah.
0: like I can now. So now I'll, wonderful... I will be. I'll be excited when part two come out because I know it's going to be a part two. Three, it was a six week program. So yes. I'm wait. I'm looking for six weeks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: hoping. I'm hoping that went because you know the same
2: festival that the Aretha, the Amazing Grace, um, uh, uh, film was shown at is the same video festival that this Summer of Soul was shown at. Mm. Then, then Amazing Grace came out on DVD, which I'm yeah. grateful for. So yeah. I'm hoping that this one will come out on DVD, and as bonus footage, that all of that other footage will be with it. Even if it costs a hundred dollars or so, it is a collector's item, and it's worth uh-huh. getting everything. Oh yeah, not not cut it either. We want the full program. Yeah, but that, the that there were a lot of programs like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one happened to be a
1: documentary, but there were a lot of programs. Yes, here in the states, but especially abroad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all through Europe, all through France, always those programs were. So I was very surprised to hear people raving, but then I understood. I Mm -hmm. thoroughly understand. Mm
0: -hmm. But there were
1: many, many different types of Harlem events. Yes. Yes. It was good to see this and go back 50 years. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some people say, I
0: want to go back 50 years. That was a lot of fun. And then I just, (laughs) oh, I don't want to go back 50 years. (laughs) What about now? (laughs) Oh, goodness. I want to thank my guests, Dr. Charles Clincy and Mr. Dwayne Lightsey Jr. for participating in this segment on Let's Talk Gospel Music Gold. As always, these shows are to explore, record, and raise excitement about gospel music and its gold. I hope you, the audience, enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Please send me an email sharing your thoughts about this show segment, also, if you have any suggestions of future guests you would like to hear on the show, send me an email to let's talk to gmg at gmail.com. That's let's talk the number two gmg at gmail.com. I am your host and Sonia saying, Let's sing, let's shout, and tell of the great news through Gospel Music Gold. Until the next episode, take care and God bless.
1: Yay! All right. Good job, Asadio.
0: Greatest gospel singer, Miss Mahalia Jackson.
2: Come on, children, I sing by the goodness of the Lord. Come on, children,
3: Are you one of the many Americans that are hoping to find a new job do you need to establish new skills or improve the skill you already have perhaps you're an HR professional in a company and in need of online training for your employees well I invite you to check out the online training system from born to speak to you once registered these online courses are available to you 24 hours a day seven days a week for sixty days, in the area of human resource trainings, we have courses on lunch and learn program, crisis management, diversity and inclusion, health and wellness at work, office health and safety, workplace violence, and much much more. Our website is borntospketyou.com, where the two is the number two. That's BornToSpeakToYou.com, where you can even arrange for a virtual training for your employees on any one of our 110 training modules.